on air coming up. Completely unsanctioned by the church. Stone on air. Whatever, let's just do this. Stone on air. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Give human beings opportunity and you'll be absolutely shocked with what people do with it. Stone on air coming up. Stone on air. Day number three of the Stone On Air podcast is rolling live to tape in the campus of Chattanooga State Community College at the studios of WAWL.org. Ryan Oyer in today. I'll tell you the difference between the quote-unquote movements between Trump and Bernie and two stories of random acts of kindness on the Stone On Air podcast. Just to reiterate, it's not just my generation, it's yours too. I appreciate you guys joining the show this week, coming to you live to tape. On the campus of Chattanooga State Community College at the studios of WAWL.org. Thank you, Don Hickson, for allowing me to have access to the studios here to do this. It's going on closer to a month now from the dismissal from the old station. And getting more used to it every single day. Heading off this weekend to Denver, Colorado, coming up on Friday. I'll give you a story about the last time I went to Denver, Colorado, and it involves smoking weed. (laughs) Wow. Whoa. Hey, imagine that. A story involving Colorado that involves weed. Who who didn't see that one coming? My name is Brian Stone. We're doing this um, all week long. We being me. uh, Used to do a lot of work for a long time for this one radio station. And then we did a weekend show. We being me and Tara and Nathan. Tara V and Nathan Gale. And that was a lot of fun. um, Until it, you know, until it went away about, again, about a month ago. Uh, Stoneonair.com is a serviceable website. It's very serviceable, but it's not all that good, to be totally honest with you. Um, I spent about $400 on that website. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I don't really know a lot about putting websites together and what is a, you know what the pricing really is. I've never done it before. As far as I'm concerned, I thought that, that was very, very, very little money for what I did believe was actually a pretty good return on that investment. Um, somebody, Dylan uh, uh, Dylan. From um, if you listen to the old station, you you get that reference. But uh, Dylan put it together for me, and I'm meeting with him next week when I get back from um, out west to talk about either changing, you know, hosting sites and webmasters and all that, or going forward with him building a site that is just it's just a screamer. I mean, I want something with bells and freaking whistles and and something that just it's a destination. Rather than just a, uh, a formality, because that's kind of all it is now. It's just so I can say, hey, and we're live on stoneonair.com. Um, because the site doesn't really offer a whole lot other than a chance to listen to the show. And uh, and you actually, and, and watch the old show, because we did run film 
on the old show. So there is there is stuff there. It's just not going to it's not going to hold you for a real long time. I'm going to try to change that going forward. Coming up here in just a minute here in the Stones Throw segment, I am going to tell you how what or or what the difference is between the movements, quote unquote, the movements um, between Trump and Bernie Sanders, because here on the front page of the Chattanooga Times Free Press, because you know, I'm back here in the morning doing some uh, podcasting radio style stuff. I am not just glancing at the Times Free Press, actually uh, reading it just a little bit more. But the uh, the, the sub headline is Trump. This is a movement, but we have to go all the way as uh, the Republican National Convention has turned into uh, the latest reality television show. Uh, what did you expect when you nominate a reality TV star to potentially be your commander-in-chief? Good job, GOP. You can pretend all day long that you think that this is okay, but even you know that it's not. But I will give you a um, – I'm going to give you the difference between the quote-unquote movements between Trump and Bernie Sanders coming up in the Stone's Throw segment. Uh, the following segment after that, I am going to give you two stories – Two stories of random acts of kindness. And I'm going to give you but really three. The third is a story of random act of kindness. It doesn't really mean anything. Um, it's one thing for somebody to just all of a sudden, you know, do something cool because the moment works out for you and you you were in the right place at the right time. And maybe you got a free ticket to something or or maybe you got you know, whatever, something along those lines. That's cool. That's nice. That's kind but that's just – that's almost circumstantial. I'm talking about random acts of kindness that borderline change your life. And those don't happen very often. And those don't, hap- those don't happen almost sometimes for some people ever. And I, I, I found a letter I got three years ago from somebody I totally forgot about that really was – in in retrospect, it was maybe even more important than it was at the time because of how messed up my head was. So I'll give you that in the uh, the the middle segment, and then kind of pulp fiction like did the first or did the excuse me did the last segment first uh, about forty five minutes ago. Ryan Orr stopped in, and we did the final segment, and he played live a tune from his new EP that's coming out in September. So we'll get to that here in just a minute as well. The opening segment of the show. Oh, these buttons, 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 buttons. I can't get it straight. The opening segment of the Stone on Air podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and StoneOnAir.com is called Stone's Throw. Heads up. It's Stone's Throw. Wait, what? Oh, whoa. Back up the truck. Beep, beep. What are you talking about? Is technology making us mentally ill? Look at me. I'm stupid. I can't do math. This is not making sense to the young adult anymore, and they're tired of it. Does that satisfy you? Are you satisfied now? I don't mean to make the last two days a, 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 all about national politics, but it is two days into the Republican National Convention and the uh, Democrat National Convention will be next week, I believe, right? I think that's right. The DNC. Whenever I talk about the DNC, I'm normally talking about driving and crying. Driving and crying, the DNC. But that'll be next week. So that'll be another uh, bleep show of its own. Not nearly like this mess is, this reality TV show going on 
uh, this week. I'm not watching it. Um, I'm reading some uh, headlines and I'm I'm, I'm scanning some uh, transcripts here and there just to kind of see what's going on. But I I don't need to be involved in this mess, and and you don't either. But uh, the the sub headline of the above the fold headline on the front page of the Chattanooga Times Free Press: Trump wins GOP nomination. Presumptive. It's a word we keep hearing when it comes to Hillary and and, and Don is the the presumptive. Um, well, now it's official because of uh, whatever they had to do last night. Again, I'm, I, I, I refuse. I'd rather watch the Braves lose 15 to 1 than uh, to the Reds than, than sit here and watch this. So again, I'll, I'll check some trans- transcripts and I'll, I'll, I'll keep, uh, I'll keep up. And then, of course, you know the the big thing last night or the last day and a half has been uh, Don Trump's wife. What's her name? Melania or something? Hell, I don't even know. Don't care. Uh, she uh, basically word for word did the same speech that Michelle Obama did eight years ago, and you know Michelle Obama's like the worst thing ever, right? So I don't know. Uh, again, bleep show. But here's the difference. Here's the big difference between the quote unquote movements, because in 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 a, in a sense they are both movements. The field of burn and the Trump and uh, from both from both sides do have a certain level of 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 movement to them. Uh, revolutionary kind of uh, st- stances and, and approaches, things that we've never seen before in, um, in American politics and American history. But here's the big difference. Here's the big difference. The, the, the things that Bernie Sanders was able to get to the masses, winning 20-plus states and nearly 2,000 delegates, wasn't a new idea. It wasn't something that no one had ever thought about before. It didn't just come out of nowhere. It came out of a quiet place. It came out of a corner where people didn't didn't talk about it loudly. You know, they weren't loud and proud. Well, they, they were. Let me rephrase that. The ones that do that that were preaching that they were loud and proud, but they were so so few of them. They were quiet. And he brought it to a national level. And if and if you if you listened to the podcast yesterday, and if you didn't, it's archived. Go listen to it. I, I urged you, feel the burn guy, to not jump off the roller coaster because that's the worst thing you can do. There's a lot of time and a lot of life, God willing, hopefully, left to go. You don't want to jump off the the damn roller coaster now. We're just getting started. Things are just starting to make some noise. Revolutions and movements don't happen overnight. They don't even happen in a 365-day span. So what Bernie Sanders and his quote-unquote movement has done has sparked and ignited a certain demographic of this country making up of men and women and black and white and rich and poor and saying, you know what? Damn it, we may be can do this after all. And what's come from the Don Trump side and his quote-unquote movement, it is new. Now, frustration with the way the, the, the political corrupt nature of the, of the United States of America is not new. Frustration with the way that our, uh, our politicians handle uh, the economy and the uh, the national debt and 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 wasteful spending and uh, uh, filibustering and all these different things. Frustration with that 
That's not new. But but getting on a pedestal, on a soapbox, and screaming about it with a figurehead like a Don Trump is new. The difference also is that in four years and in eight years and in 12 years and in 16 years, there's going to be more and more Bernie disciples out there that are going to continue to push this movement. And it's only going to get bigger. There's not another Don Trump out there. There's not another guy that can do blood coming out of your whatever comments. And John McCain is a, is a coward. And I could shoot somebody and they'd still, they'd still you know, vote for me. And this just childish, schoolyard, bullying nonsense. That's what this is, is nonsense. And the reason people are getting on board with it is because they don't know what else to do. They, 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 are, they feel the frustration. And when they, can, they have this dude who is so powerful as far as because of his, of his wealth and his, and his notoriety, whether it's infamous or famous, whatever, they can just be like, well, you know, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really, I don't really agree with that or whatever, but you know, but still, I, yeah, that he says the things that I mean or the things that I say, and he doesn't say the things that you say and the thing or the things that you won't say and the things that you mean. He doesn't say you don't, you don't think this way. Stop and think about it for a minute. Other than you can cherry pick a few things, you don't think and feel the way this guy speaks. You just don't. That's not true. And that's been the big rallying cry. He says what he means. He says what he thinks. And I, that, he says the things nobody else will say. Well, yeah, because he says a lot of freaking moronic, absolutely asinine things. So that's the big difference in the two movements. Is that one's building with people who actually believe in it, the feel the burn crowd. I mean, I'm not telling you either way I'm on either one of these. I think they're both far on each side. I think there's, you know, there, there's a middle ground here somewhere. And I've always said, if you listen to the old show, that I, I, am, not, I am not on board with this just outsider thing. I think if you're going to be a, the, the leader of the free world, you need political experience. You need to be a politician because that's what the job is. It's a politician. I don't want you to be an electrician if you're not a freaking electrician. I don't want you hosting radio shows if you don't know what the hell you're doing. And I don't want you to be the president of the United States if you don't have political experience. Sorry. I'm just kind of old school that way, I guess. But the difference between the two movements is one people actually believe in. The feel the burn movement. And that's only going to get more and more and more. This country is becoming more left and more socialized every single day. And it's continuing. We ain't going backwards, bro. Doesn't matter what Trump says. We're not going back to whatever it is you think we should be going to. That is not happening. Period. End of story. I, for a while, was talking about I thought Trump might actually win this thing. I'm beginning to think that maybe he won't. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal either way. Actually, I take that back. I'm freaking terrified of the man. I'm terrified of that maniacal demagogue that is Don Trump. I don't love the idea of Hillary Clinton being the damn president either. Sick of Clintons. I'm sick of Bushes. They've been in my life since I was born in 1980. Tired of it. But you haven't given me a hell of a lot to choose from here, guys. 
And this whole Trump thing, oh, he's a he's he's a businessman. He knows how to run a business. Does he really? Does he really? Have you ever looked at this man's track record? Does he really know how to run a business all that well? Or did things just really fall in line for him with a lot of things going his way at a, at a good time of, uh, or for him in, in American history? And even if he is a good businessman, let's just say he is for the sake of this conversation. Don Trump is an incredible businessman. Okay, great. The hell do I care about that? This isn't an LLC. This isn't a corporation. This is not a business. This is my freaking life. All right? This is humanity. This is this is very complicated, and it doesn't have a damn thing to do with your bottom line of your business. Big deal. You're a big you're a great businessman. And of course, this damn book that he supposedly wrote, which he didn't, and the ghostwriters out there saying this guy is an absolute wreck. A wreck of a human being. A maniacal demigod. Alright, put the wraps on that there. The difference in between the move the movements is one people actually believe in. And will continue for the rest of your life. My name is Brian Stone, and this is the Stone on Air Podcast. Two stories of random acts of kindness coming up next. Now back to more Stone on Air. Psychological torment. Stone on Air. That was me tossing my water bottle in the garbage can over there. Nothing but net. podcast coming to you from WAWL.org on the campus of Chattanooga State Community College. Thank you, Don Hickson, for allowing me to have access to these studios. One radio company in the city escorts to me out of the building. Another one gives me whatever I want. So thank you to Don for that. Uh, what's her name? BB High School down at uh, High School in Walker County. This woman is a disaster of a commissioner for your area. I don't have enough time to get into it right now, and I don't care enough because it's two counties away from me. Maybe three, at least two, or maybe just one. Whatever. It's not where I live. This woman is destroying your economy, <laughs> and now there's she's looking to potentially buy the landfill. Uh, people that are running for her county seat because it's a single single commission county commission county as opposed to Hamilton that has I think nine nine Hamilton county commissioners I think at least eight I think it's nine Walker County's got one and there's this woman named BB High School and she is high school and she is a disaster vote her out okay we don't need to go any further into it than that just vote for anybody other than her. I think a couple people running is uh, Shannon Whitfield, who I met a couple months ago over at the old station, and who else? Perry Lamb. Don't know Perry Lamb from uh, anybody else, but vote for one of those two and not her. <laughs> it would be best for your bottom line. 
And then another um, from the bottom of the fold of the uh, business section, Volkswagen scandal reaches all the way to the top, lawsuit says. Volkswagen is a disaster. And I said this um, back in – when did when did we get that? 07, I think, is when they made the uh, – the announcement that it was coming to Chattanooga, and then I think it was uh, eleven by the time it was built, and and then you know Bob Corker did a bunch of lying, saying that if if they if they unionize and then they wouldn't be able to get the new SUV or something. I mean, he was just lying, lying, lying. You want to talk about the crooked and lying Bob or lying lying Hillary? How about lying Bob? Um, who I, you know, I've spent some time with and met and talked to many, many times. And I don't overly hate the man, but he is a liar. And he was a total liar when it came to that. If you unionize, you won't get the SUV. Freaking liar. <laughs> the SUV was coming no matter what. And then they did unionize to a certain uh, degree. But I mentioned what, what happens when, oh, great, we've got this huge thing we've given all these tax breaks to. And, uh, and what happens in 10 years when it freaking goes out of business? What happens when you have this huge... You know, what is it, uh, 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 umpteen billion, a hundred trillion billion square foot uh, footprint out at uh, <clears throat> at Enterprise South where you've got, you know, now you've got roads named after you, you got parks named, you got this whole, oh, Volkswagen, we're the Volkswagen people of the, of the United States, we're the best. Wait, what happens when that thing goes out of business? Because it will. It will go out of business. And they'll relocate somewhere else, and somebody else will give them a, a billion, trillion, umpteen billion, uncountable jillion dollar tax break, and they'll build somewhere else. And what do you do with it then? I, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's just a, something to think about because it's going to happen, and and things like this aren't helping anything um, clearly. So the missions, and they, and they, and, they were, and Volkswagen's not making dirty cars. Volkswagen's making good cars. They're making quality cars. But it's little stupid stuff like this that derails an entire an entire empire, maybe even. Uh, probably not you know, completely worldwide, but certainly locally, this could be a huge deal. It won't stop. You know, the, the news, I mean, this has been going on for a couple of years. How, is it two years now? At least a year. So uh, what happens when, when that big old building over there that says Volkswagen on it, you know, from the sky, what do you do then? Who do you give, who do you give tax breaks next to create more jobs? I don't know the answer to that. My name is Brian Stone. This is the Stone On Air podcast from WAWL.org. So I guess that's pretty much catching up on everything. Mayor revamps tax incentive program. I didn't even read that that article. That's on the front page. Uh, Most still not connected to broadband in Tennessee. Uh, That is something that um, I do believe is becoming more and more necessity for Americans' lives, you do need to be connected to the Internet, and high speed certainly is a good thing here in Gig City. We need to make sure we do that. Georgia Winery to double its output. Uh, I went to the Georgia Winery once with uh, on a date, and um, nothing is more annoying than doing a, like a wine tour with a bunch of drunk idiots. That's what that was all about. So, all right, we're caught up for the most part. Two stories of random acts of kindness. And then I'm going to get to the Ryan Orr segment here in a minute, and we'll be done for today. People often confuse what being kind is. Um, Often confuse what what is kindness. Um, People think just, you know, walking around, hey, how's it going, everybody? It's so nice to see you. How How was your weekend? That's not being kind. That's being annoying. 
um, asking people how their day is going. So, how was Christmas? Did you enjoy it? That's not being kind. That's being annoying. As a matter of fact, at times it's being pretty rude, especially when you know you're dealing with somebody who's not interested in your small chit-chat. Um, that would be generally me in any situation. If you've got something to say, and we've got actual conversation to have, I'm all about hearing it, talking about it, and um, you know, having some uh, some dialogue. But just this, just, I mean, you know, the, the the throwaway term "elevator speak" or "elevator speech." Excuse me. Listen, I don't care if it's the Empire State Building. There is no elevator ride where I need to be getting in any kind of conversation because it ain't going to last very long and I don't need to hear your just worthless whatever it is. Elevator speech should not even be a term. We're on an elevator. We don't need to be talking. I don't know you. You don't know me. And asking me how the weather is or asking me how my day is going is not being polite. It's not being kind. It's being rude. (laughs) especially if I immediately show no interest in this interaction. And this happens on a daily basis. I mean, we, we, we really have, I mean, we built this culture of if you're not talking to the person nearest you, then you're being rude. And in reality, if you're just coming up with stupid spit to talk about that nobody cares about and nobody wants to talk about, you're not being polite. You, in fact, are the one who's being rude. And um, we that that's just like a cultural societal shift that we need to have at some point. But so now we got that out of the way. True, real, random acts of kindness, the kind that can actually almost change your life is very rare. And I'm going to give you three examples. One, the first example is just that kind of circumstantial right place, right time kind of thing. And this isn't the kind of the, 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 the random act of kindness I'm talking about, but this is one that you can run into. That, again, it's just circumstantial. Uh, I was at the Tivoli Theater many years ago for Louis Black, one of the most incredible comedians on the planet. And I bought tickets for my brothers and sister for Christmas for us all to go. Well, when it came time for the show, my brother had lost his ticket. And like, we're leaving. Like, what do you mean you lost your ticket? What the hell, dude? What are you talking about? And so he can't go. So I get down. I mean, little, it's like, we're going to be there in 10 minutes. What do you mean? It's like, so you got my ticket? No, I don't have my ticket. I gave it to you on Christmas morning, bro. So anyway, he leaves. And I'm running around. By, it's Old Station is a sponsor. So I'm, I'm trying to find some people that I work with and saying, hey, does there happen to be one ticket just sitting around? And there's not. And, and I'm, so I run. I'm talking to a guy in the lobby. And I'm saying, man, I, I, I feel so bad. I want him to go because I know he loves this. And this was the Christmas present. And God, I just need a miracle, bro. I need a miracle. And it just so happened that standing right next to me was the touring manager for Lewis Black. And he pulled me to the side and said, hey, man, uh, I was you know, I couldn't help but overhear your conversation over there. And I uh, if you go get your brother. You find him, get him down here. I'll get him in the door, and he can go to the show. I said, because you said miracle, brah, I'm going to make this happen, and I'm going to miracle you, which miracle means you know, you're looking for a, a ticket for free out in the lots at the concerts or the whatever event. If you got your finger up in there walking around looking for a miracle, girls get away with this. Dudes rarely do. And 
the story would have been better if I said, okay, and then my brother came and we went and it was great. Well, he was already on the other side of town and said, um, you know, forget it, man. Thanks anyway. And I was like, you jerk. This is incredible. So that is a random act of kindness. That's very circumstantial. That's, you know, neat story, but no big deal, right? Not really, not life changing. But when you're down in the dumps and you're absolutely just feeling like, what in the world am I doing here? You know, you're questioning life, period. You're really in a bad spot. And somebody doesn't go out of their way, meaning, you know, hey, everything's going to be okay. Everything happens for a reason. Shut up. Hey, this might be the best thing that ever happened to you. Getting fired was not the best thing that ever happened to me, you jerk. I don't mean that. I mean in situations where people see genuine, real, true kindness to make somebody feel better can be borderline life-changing, and it's absolutely incredible. I'm going to start with the first story from three years ago. I found this as I was going through stuff last night trying to figure out what I was going to do on the Stone On Air podcast today on iTunes, SoundCloud, and StoneOnAir.com. This is a letter from Ann Esslinger. She used to work for uh, Cumulus Chattanooga for 27 years. And in December of 2013, she left the company. I haven't seen Ann since then. I haven't talked to Ann since then. And I haven't thought about Ann since then. And I forgot about this situation. And it brought back, it came back like vivid memory from December of 2013. I was in absolute dumps at this time. I was concerned about the direction of the station because of how many people we were losing. I had just gotten out of a, a, a relationship that was terminated by not my you know, not willingly by me. I had no, I did not want that, want it. I was very, very upset, very up. God, the end of 13 and into early 14, I was a wreck, a, just a wreck. And Anne brought this letter to me. She might've wrote this similar letter to everybody in the freaking company. I don't know. And I don't know that she necessarily thought that I was in such a disastrous kind of state of mind, but I, I bet she did. Cause I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty transparent. I mean, I, I, I talk about real stuff on the air. And she brings this letter to me. She's leaving like that week. I'm going to read this letter to you. And it, it absolutely just lit a spark under me of, of, just, of just a glow. It's such a nice thing that can just really turn around a really down-in-the-dumps, blue, crappy day. From Ann Esslinger, December 2nd, 2013. Brian, one of the few things we work at on Earth that I believe we get to keep for eternity is relationships. When I began to realize it was time for me to leave my beloved radio ranch, the relationships have been the hardest thing to walk away from. My 27 years in this building have been rich because of the privilege of becoming friends with people like you. I just wanted to make sure you knew before I leave the station how much I appreciate you. You're one of the hardest working part-time employees we have ever had. You're always on time and willing to roll with whatever craziness happens with Jeff. That being Jeff Stiles from Talk Radio 102.3. You truly do hold that show together. Then there's that great fun of listening to you on KZ 106 on Saturdays. Your love for the music and passion for radio come through the speakers with every word. It really is a joy. If more young people worked as hard as you, this world would be a much better place. I really do mean that. You are one in a million. Thank you for everything you do to make this such a great place. 
But most of all, thank you for being my friend. That was from Ann Esslinger to me, somebody she didn't even really all know that well. A sales rep for Cumulus Media who left in December of 2013. And when I was in some of my lowest points of this decade, she drops that on me. That's an incredible string of sentences put together. That is life-changing random acts of kindness. And that is very, very rare. Fast forward to two and a half weeks ago. I've made a point, me being Brian Stone on the Stone on Air podcast, to meet with people every single day to have conversations, share ideas, get guidance, advice on different things going forward now that what was my beloved Radio Ranch is now gone. And I meet Jennifer Crutchfield from WTCI over at Stone Cup on the North, uh, North Chattanooga at uh, a stupid early time. Like, I got there at 8 a.m. Just, just ridiculous. But that was the only time she had, and I didn't want to waste a day. So I said, I'll be there. And I got some coffee. I hate coffee. I don't drink coffee. So I got some iced coffee. Went to the counter, and I said, hey, this is going to be the dumbest order you've ever heard. Um, what do you have that's on the rocks that kind of tastes like chocolate? And mocha, doka, joka, whatever it was. She makes it up. It's pretty good. That stuff's loaded with caffeine and, and sugar, man. I was like stoned. There was so much caffeine and sugar in that. But anyway, it was okay. It was all right. It was all right. I've had more coffee in the last two and a half weeks than I've had in my entire life. And so I sit down. We talk. I don't even remember where we get with things. As, as per usual with a lot of these conversations, I, I walk away and I, I, I'm like, yeah, that was fun. That was good. Uh, what now? But uh, so Jen's got to go. She takes off. And it's a, it's a nice, crisp, cool morning. It's not like it is right now, sweltering out there at like 10 a.m. in the morning. And um, I'm just sitting there. I've got the Chatter magazine. I don't even know if I'm on my phone. I'm just kind of sitting there finishing off this cup of coffee and just kind of just staring off into the sky. Just why not? I got hours and hours where I have to be anywhere. And. Somebody I, I bet I probably have met, but I just forgot. So I and her name is Veronica. So I, I apologize, Veronica, if, if we have met before and I just forgot. I'm getting older; it's hard to remember these kinds of things. Um, you know, when you go to Subway and you get a, a a cookie, they put it in that little bag. She comes, walks up, and hands me, and Subway's right next door there, and hands me a cookie. And on the on the other side of it, it says, "Keep your head up." We are with you. And I didn't know this person. I didn't recognize this person. Again, I know who she is now, but I didn't then. And it was such, it was like getting hit with a ton of bricks. I, I had, I don't even remember it. Like, I don't, I don't remember what I said. I think I said something along the lines of what I've learned, you know, a, a Bill Lockhartism, um, onward and upward. You know, everything's going to be fine. I think I, I can't. I, I honestly don't really remember. And because I was so blown away by this incredible random act of kindness, and I just sat there, and, I, and we talked just for—I mean, ten seconds. You know, keep it up. See you later. Or good luck. Or I can't. I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember. And then. I just, I just sat there in awe 
for a few minutes. And when people talk about, quote unquote, finding Jesus, I, I have a feeling that it feels a little bit like I did that day. That's that's my guess. I don't I don't know. And I probably I never will know. But the finding God moment that that people talk about or you read about or you hear about. I can only imagine it kind of felt like I did that day. And for the rest of that morning and into the afternoon, I it was a glow that I had. Just an aura. It was incredible. And this isn't somebody wasting somebody's time with some kind of bogus made up. I care about you, but I really don't. Yeah, so how's everything going today? Oh, no. This was true and genuine. Both these situations were true and genuine. And I, I, it's, it's incredible. And it's borderline life-changing. So before you go wasting people's time with a bunch of nonsense that nobody wants to hear about... When you see an opening for a potential, real, genuine, random act of kindness, do it. Because you might just not only make somebody's day, you might make their week. You might make their month. You might make their year. You might change their life. You might. You just might. There's powerful things in this world, and when it's genuine, when it's true... When it's real, it's powerful. When it's contrived, garbage nonsense, you're just part of the problem. Random acts of kindness, for genuine real reasons, can almost change people's lives. And that's all I have to say about that. This is the Stone on Air podcast. Recorded live to tape. Released all this week at 11 a.m. on SoundCloud, iTunes, and StoneOnAir.com. My name is Brian Stone. Ryan Orr, coming up next. We're back to the Stone on Air podcast. It's almost like Pulp Fiction. We're doing the last segment first. What? My name is Brian Stone, Ryan Oyer in studio. This is live Ryan Oyer that I tell you more about here in a minute. We'll listen for a second. Didn't seem to matter what we had to be someday. I thought in time that it would all sort itself out. Wish I knew that. What I know by now. iTunes, SoundCloud, and StoneOnAir.com is where you find the when podcast this week. Did our best to make great. Caught up in being cool, trying to act above our age. Took what I could, but it don't matter anyhow. Wish I knew that what I know by now. 
was talking to Ryan as I got in here, running a couple minutes late. On July 20th, 2016, will be posted up at 11 a.m. this morning. I was going through, <clears throat> because of restraints that I have at this studio here at WAWL.org on the campus of Chattanooga State Community College, there is this one, and I want to bore you with jargon, but there's this one little specific thing I can't do that I'm used to being able to do at other stations that I've worked at, one being the fraud, sorry, Talk Radio 102.3, and uh, so I'm, I'm not able to dump audio into this certain thing to be able to basically rip off any song in the, in the world. If I want a free song, all I got to do is just go get it. So I can't do that now. So I was going through um, both my flash drives, which are just filled with hours of probably some incredible stuff that I've totally forgotten about. And well, clearly, stuff I've forgotten about. So I start going through the, the older flash drive last night, and I find it says uh, Ryan Oyer 2012. And that's what this is. And Ryan's in here with me right now. And I, I th- so I figured out what that's from. That was what from, was that from? That was promoting our uh, Megan and I did a dual CD release show at Barking Light. It did. That's what it was. It was. In, it said. It said Ryan Oyer CD release mm-hmm. 2012. Yeah. And I was trying to think. I couldn't. I couldn't remember. That was um, your, almost the, four years ago now. Yeah, yeah. Time flies, regardless <laughs> of, of whether it's any fun or not. But yeah, um, I was trying to remember. How many CD releases we've I've been involved with you on? At least two now, maybe, and you got it, and you got another one coming up. Yeah, we've done. Uh, well, I've got three full length records now, and we've released. This will be the third EP, also, but the first one with a band. And so, um, so I, I guess like under iTunes and all that, it'll be under Ryan Oyer Band. But it's still, I mean, if you look up my name, all those things should pop up. Sure. So. Uh, Spotify, you there too? Yeah, Spotify. See, I, I, I. I I've got my podcast now through help with the uh, Evergreen Advisors and Let's Talk Money folks um, because uh, Michael O'Donnell, Jamie's uh, husband, who is Jim Place's daughter, uh, he's a whiz at anything that's online. I'm not a Luddite. I can do stuff yeah. online, but I still get I get frustrated quickly. Yeah, yeah. I and I was, I was having trouble getting on iTunes, and really the only reason I wanted to be on iTunes was just to say I'm on iTunes. Yeah. I don't use <laughs> iTunes. Uh, I never have. Um, and I know a lot of people do. That's why I was like, I well, wanted to be there. But I use Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, and why anybody doesn't is just, uh, it blows my mind because it's such a simple uh, concept. I mean, and, I, and I'm the guy that held on to the compact disc. I mean, I yeah. got them, you know, right here. Well, I still like them, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, the compact disc is the new vinyl record. I mean, it's dead <laughs> It's dead right now. But yeah. I, uh, 10, 10, 15 years from now, I think it'll be like, hey, man, look at look at this cool compact disc. I can't wait to you know, break it open and listen to it if we can find a damn CD, CD player. player around here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you found your old tapes, like, you know. I have a friend that every time he comes up, he brings these cassette tapes of us, like, back, like, that we recorded on a karaoke machine. Yeah. And, um, uh, we're always trying to find a tape player to play something off of it, you know? Man, somebody posted a picture, uh, maybe it was one of those throwback Thursday kind of deals or something, I don't remember, of a, of a cassette tape. <laughs> and of with, with, with the, you know, a, a, a professionally, you know, a released record label album, I don't remember what it was. And it just, it, it, it immediately zapped me back to like 93 or something. Mm-hmm. Just, just like, man, I remember how freaking excited I got to open up that. F- Stupid cassette tape, like one of the that little I mean, rectangles. Such a terrible <laughs> technology, and well, not quite as bad as an eight track, but yeah. such a stupid technology <laughs> that we were so excited about. And I remember CDs were even out, but 
hell, who can afford twenty bucks for a for a compact disc yeah. in, the, in the mid nineties? I was I I uh, was talking about what's the story Morning Glory earlier this week, uh, writing an article about it and um, Oasis album. Yeah, and uh, I had to buy it on cassette because I wasn't cool enough to have a CD player. Yet. Yeah, in ninety five. Yeah, you know? <laughs> oh, oh no, I know, I was close. I, I think I had one by ninety five, but I remember in ninety, you know, being pretty young and, and didn't have a CD player and mm-hmm. still had to get the tapes and 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 hit record, hit play and record at the same time, and then <laughs> yep. and then dump the CD. And I'm glad you mentioned what's the story, Morning Glory. Um, real fast, so we're gonna play live here in a minute and put the wraps on this segment pretty pretty soon and put the wraps on this show for that matter. Even though again we're out of order here, we're doing the fir- the last segment first. Um, but I I. I had a job not long ago that went away, and, uh, and and I boycotted them. This radio station, fraud. Sorry, talk radio one two point three, and I haven't listened, so I've been having to sample other stations in town, which is fine. But then also, I'm grabbing a CD on my way out the door. Uh-huh. And this week, I grabbed what's the story, Morning Glory, yes. and I haven't listened to it in a while. And I remember, I remember when I got the album. I think it was I was thinking about this on my way over. I uh, I think it was Christmas of 95. It mm. could have been Christmas of 96. I can't remember. I always make a list of the albums that I wanted for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, if they passed the, you know, explicit lyrics, parental advisory <laughs> right. uh, uh, test, yeah. then I would usually get them. And I think it was Christmas of 95. And, um, you know, when your attention span is so young, when you're young, you know, or so your attention span is so small when you're young and most people when you're old too, but, <laughs> uh, I don't remember then listening to it front to back and be like, "Oh, this is incredible." I mean, I got mm-hmm. it had the three, it had at least two of the huge hits. It had Wonderwall and uh, actually had all of them. I think didn't so, it? Didn't yeah, have Champagne, some might say Champagne Supernova, and and don't and, and Don't Look Back had all of them on there. Mm-hmm. So that was and I got to thinking as listening this week. Lord, I forgot how good this album yeah. is. I mean, just most people don't. The sophomore album doesn't live up to what it should. No, or, no one was. Uh, you know, definitely maybe. What's funny about me with definitely maybe is I heard it after after I heard Be Here Now, as a matter of fact. Like and that came out ninety seven. So it wasn't until like ninety eight, I think, that I heard uh definitely maybe really? for the first time. Sorry, and... sorry everybody out there. We're we're Oasis freaks. <laughs> we're Nolan Liam freaks. We sorry. Are. So we had to talk about it for a minute. So really it was that because I don't think I listened to Definitely Maybe and uh, and and actually paid it a lot of attention. Mm. Until many years later, yeah. But I had heard it before then. But and and and, and speaking of a, an album that's incredible, be here now. Is be here now, incredible. I can't wait. I hope. I really hope that they do like the reissue next year with like like they did with on the uh, twenty year. Yeah, because they did that with definitely maybe in Morning Glory. I've got both of those, and they have like live cuts and all the B sides like remastered and all that. And it's I hadn't just, thought about that. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's such an odd album because every song is like seven minutes long. Yeah, yeah. And it's just kind of <laughs> to a certain degree, it's like all right, y'all gonna end this thing. <laughs> It was almost no like, seven more guitar solos. No, <laughs> it's, it's almost like uh, you open up the CD case and you can smell the cocaine. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're we're breaking every single rule of, of 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 putting an album together just because we feel like it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of where Be Here Now came into. But yeah. anyway, we'll put the wraps on Oasis conversation. I know it's not not exactly contemporary music at this point, <laughs> but it is. Uh, we went and saw uh, 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 me and Ryan uh, not necessarily together, but we uh, met up for a few minutes up in Nashville at the rhyme and to see uh noel uh about three weeks ago now i guess yeah. back on the fourth of july weekend so anyway that's um that was fun and, and, and an incredible band and three incredible albums speaking of uh incredible albums you said the ep is coming out when uh when should we look for that september 23rd oh we got out. ourselves a hard date too yeah. and everything so um 
We're actually going to do the CD release show at Grand Falloon. Okay, um, cool. Which I haven't really announced until now. All right. Well, so. you're, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it on Stone on Air. Breaking news on the podcast. So uh, let's get right to it. We're um, we're already running a little late on this segment again. That's uh, that's the beauty of these podcast things. You can do whatever the hell you want. You exactly. don't. There's no clock. Yeah. Other than the the one that never stops spinning. But other than that, you can kind of do whatever we want. Uh, this is the Stone on Air podcast. Find it on iTunes, SoundCloud.com slash Stone on Air, and the website at StoneOnAir.com. Right here in the middle of a week of a market test we're just uh when i say we it's more like me i'm the <laughs> director producer associate director the janitor the receptionist and the host of the show and putting the wraps on the show today for july 20th 2016 is ryan or live in studio on the campus of chattanooga state community college and the studios of wawl.org well thanks for having me brian and um this song's called so far so good and that's the title of the EP as well. I don't mind being on my own. No one wants to spend a lifetime driving alone down a road till they find their way back home. Come and sit with me a while We could talk until we've lost all the count of the miles And I'll do what I can just to make you smile Things they're looking up for me I've been stumbling around searching for some kind of peace And I found it the second you smiled at me So far so, so far so good So far so, so far so good Come on, let's run away Keep on driving and find us a better day And we'll find us a brand new place to play We'll take turns at the wheel As we pass through a land effect borrowing all the world just how love is real Every time that we pass by We'll carve our names into every bright blue sky And we'll fall more in love deep inside your eyes So far, so, so far, so 
Ryan Hoyer, live on, uh, live to tape anyway, on <laughs> the Stone On Air podcast. All right, things are like breaking and flying across the room <laughs> over here. It's all good. Uh, thank you, Ryan. Thank you for being here, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, Brian. Uh, having to move kind of quick here on the Stone On Air podcast, putting the wraps on things for today, July 20th, 2016. We'll do it again tomorrow. Broke Down Hound will be in, and then on Friday, Nick Lutzko will hang Ooh. out, and then I'm off to uh, Denver for the weekend. Why? Because when I had two jobs, it seemed like it made sense. <laughs> now I'm broke, but we already paid for the plane ticket, so we're going to go anyway. And I've got a dope smoking story for you on Friday as well. Nice. What does that mean? Tune in Friday. I'll let you know. Ryan, thank you, man. Thank you, man. EP to September... September 23rd. September 23rd. Look for that, and we will do this again tomorrow. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in. iTunes, stoneonair.com, and the SoundCloud page is how you find the show. After this week, I don't know what we'll do, but we'll see. And if anybody should happen to ask, where did that cat go? You know the answer to that. Just tell him I'm gone. See you tomorrow.